I want you to hear this voicemail that I woke up to this morning and maybe listen, maybe you will agree with it. Maybe I treat my dog Kiki terribly, but I want you to hear this voicemail and see, am I really the world's worst dog dad? We'll start the show off with that right now. Hi, my name's Kramer and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. What up? Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Man, we are one day away. As we say on the radio show, one more sleep, one more sleep, one more sleep till Friday. Um, This is a daily podcast that we do every day. Today is the 15th of September. We have three principles on this show. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Am I a terrible dog dad? I want to play a voicemail that I woke up to this morning. Um, this came in at approximately, it's overnight, uh, 10.26 last night. I received this voicemail and just, I'll just, we can, we can discuss, let's I'll play it first. Listen. Hey Kramer, I am super frustrated with you right now. I'm listening to your episode about when you took Kiki to the vet and am just appalled that you did yearly vaccines on her and have done zero research. You could have done titers on that dog instead of shooting her up, and then you're talking about how she's sick. Of course she's sick. She's five pounds. You over-vaccinated her. Get a grip and do some research. Do the right thing for Kiki. Oh, my gosh. There is more than enough research out there to show that dogs do not need yearly vaccines. Vets are in business to make money. They have bills to pay. That dog could have had titers run, and you could have had proof of immunity for all of her vaccines for years. Look up Dr. Jean Dodds, D-O-D-D-S, and do some research on the dog. Of course she's sick. And the other thing is you don't cocktail the dogs and give them shot after shot after shot. You space them out. Be a responsible dog owner for once. Okay. All right. So that, that, that was from four o'clock this morning. Um, uh, listen, the show's here for everybody. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's here for everybody. Uh, but I also have the chance to, to respond. I feel like, mm-hmm. um, uh, first things first, Kiki isn't on any type of annual vaccine. Uh, most of these vaccines, uh, are about three, about every three to four years, she needs another vaccine. And I do just go by what the vets tell me to do. Not only that, but I know that there's tons of public places I can't take Kiki uh, without vaccination, without her being vaccinated, nor Mm -hmm. would I want to put her at the risk of getting things like rabies or putting another dog at risk of, of getting rabies. Um, I'm not quite sure how I'm doing the responsible dog thing for, for once. Obviously you can tell I'm, I'm pretty, uh, this call just felt extremely unnecessary to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to, to bring it to, I wanted to bring it to the table, let everybody discuss it. We're, we're a podcast family here. Um, mom thoughts in case you weren't here, by the way, sorry before this episode is I was saying that I had to um, last, it was like maybe two or three Fridays ago. Now I had to, go get Kiki's vaccines updated uh, because she was going to this dog event that I'm doing and they needed her vaccines updated. Well, the first, her rabies were out of date. And so 
I went to get that and then I left and then I got home and realized that she needed another vaccine. I don't know that term that she's, I don't even know what the word she's saying mm-hmm. uh, that apparently can, can make it show that you can have their vaccines. Um, uh, mom thoughts, thoughts on all this, because I, I know that Kiki's not um, my body, my choice. Uh, Kiki's body, Kiki's <laughs> choice. So uh, thoughts, thoughts on this. Yeah, I think that uh, most of us follow the advice of our vet. I mean, I always did with our animals. Um, that's not to say there aren't alternatives out there that others may follow, but, but Kiki, get, Kiki does have a heart condition, and I think you've done well monitoring what she does and doesn't have, and you've taken her for second opinions before, and yeah, I think you're doing fine. I don't think you're a bad dog, Dad. Uh, I, uh, it, this, this just was an irritating way to start my day today. Hmm. Uh, cause I do feel like I put a lot of efforts hmm. into my dog. You do. Um, she has survived somehow under this terrible dog ownership, uh, <laughs> for 14 years. Um, Two and a half times longer than expected, by the way, mm-hmm. with a heart condition. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to to the woman who did not leave her name uh, mm-hmm. on on the voicemail, uh, but comes from a four hundred four area code, so someone in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, if, if you want to if you want to come at me about Kiki, it's just it's kind of the wrong topic. It's mm-hmm. kind of the wrong topic. You you may. Um, you may treat your dog the way you like. I hope that they are all dogs are safe. Um, Kiki has now gone 14 years without getting rabies. Mm -hmm. And I remember that, I mean, all dogs, if you Google dogs do get a little sick after they get the rabies vaccine, they do Uh, just how some people get kind of COVID feelings after they get a COVID vaccine, Mm -hmm. or maybe some people get flu symptoms after they get a flu vaccine. And I'm not even sure if this is like a move of anti vaccine that was trying to be used here. Yeah. You know, maybe you're just an anti-vaxxer. I don't know. I just, I feel like this is a really inefficient way mm-hmm. to try to communicate your point mm-hmm. and to get things across. Mm-hmm. So if you'd like to have a more mature conversation, mm-hmm. be more than willing to talk to you about my dog and her vaccine records mm-hmm. um, <laughs> mm. with you. So, yeah. Well, speaking of uh, dogs, you know, Maggie's dog is at dog summer camp. <laughs> well, I hope she's not been vaccinated. I hope she has not been vaccinated or it might be a, become a large issue. They would not have let her in there. <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. I'm like, I don't know. I just, I, I, I don't know what, uh, what, what you, what your plan even, is I can't for even your pet. Get, I can't even get Winnie groomed up here unless her vaccines are Yeah, you can't t- take dogs anywhere unless they've been vaccinated. Like, that's right. why I'm just like, I don't know. I'm not yeah. quite sure what your, what your mission was here. Yeah. Uh, I, I wish I had a second mic in the house. We could put Kiki on and ask her opinion of this. <laughs> uh, but I had a friend ask me the other day, do you ever think it'll be a time where dogs, you'll have to sh- uh, dogs will have to give you consent before you pet them? And I was like, man. Uh, oh. Um, oh, my. Because <laughs> if you think about it, like, we do – like I do the best I can with Kiki. I do the best yeah. that I can. I mean, I really honestly do. I, I, I give this do. dog more attention mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, than probably probably most pet. And this is not me just trying to like cover my ass over here. No, it's true. It's I really do feel like I put a lot no. of work into this dog. Um, but that it's it's kind of a valid question. Mm-hmm. Will it ever come a point where will we look back in history and be like, remember when we just enslaved animals in our home? <laughs> 
Now I they know. run around free, you know? know? Yeah. Like, remember when we used to walk them around on <laughs> leashes? <laughs> and and we just touch them <laughs> and we would bathe them and our hands might touch their genitals as we're bathing them? You know, like, <laughs> remember we gave them vaccines <laughs> against their will? <laughs> you know, and I that- was thinking about that yesterday because I was walking at um, at the park and a woman came up with a an elderly dog yeah. on a leash. And she said, would you mind petting my dog? Interesting. And I said, well, no, I don't mind petting your dog. And so I leaned over, hello, you know, and was rubbing him. And she said, I'm trying to socialize him. I'm fostering him right now. And oh, he's been through a lot of trauma. And so when someone looks pleasant, I'm trying to get him accustomed to being okay with them coming around him. And I said, oh, well, that's that's lovely of you. And she said, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to send him back or not. And I was like, no, I can never foster a dog. Yeah, no, God bless him. Mm-hmm. Well, if it ever does come out that we were uh, awful humans oh. uh, for, for, you know, enslaving pets and, and vaccinating <laughs> them without their will, I guess this woman will be on the, the right side of history. Uh, that's true. Um, that's okay. True. Uh, we, we have, uh, apparently an update on a situation that we've been talking about where I was curious if you, if I'm being a spoiled brat, because my mom is, instead of coming to sp- see me for two weekends, going to, to babysit, this is a very dog centric episode, um, <laughs> going to, uh, to dog watch my brother's dog, Winnie, while him and his husband go out of town. Mm-hmm. And I told you I was kind of like, I was a little upset by this. I felt like that this, you know, that, that, that my mom dog sitting shouldn't be the priority over her coming to spend time with me. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a very, maybe you, you may argue, maybe possibly middle child thing, mm-hmm. but I'll tell you this, the certified fans on the certified fans Facebook page seem to be on my, on my side for this, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So mom, I've, I've heard we have an update on the situation. What's happening? We do. And um, it really was fine. I mean, first of all, I talked to Brian, and Brian was like, "Well, sure, I've got a friend I can have to come over. It's not, it's not a problem." The end. End of subject. I said, "Okay, great." And so then I told Jim that that's what was going to happen, and he goes, "Oh no, I'll just keep her," <laughs> <laughs> which started the whole well, thing on. because he said he's getting on my nerves this week. He said he didn't want to take care of her by himself. And I'm like, okay, well, then we'll see what you know what will happen. So yeah, he was the main reason of why we had this issue in the first place. Correct. So now he's had a change of heart, which often he does, and I, I think it's because he really and truly wishes I would not go anywhere out of town. You know, he gets mm. lonesome here. Yeah. So then, yeah. you know, then the next thing out of his mouth was. He said, "Oh, great! I'll be here all by myself because <laughs> because Maggie and John are going to be in the mountains that weekend." Uh, <laughs> so I think he just has some concern about being alone with no one to call to help him. So, well, maybe just take take Winnie back down to Brian's friend's house then. Yeah, you don't need this to be drama episode, you know, a soap uh-huh. opera. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. You know, just because I know what's going to happen is every day we're going to call back, like, ah, this is why you shouldn't have left. <laughs> now, wait, I got to do all this shit. You know, it's like. <sighs> okay. Well, you know, honestly, he has surgery the middle of October and he usually, you know, goes, it's, you know, outpatient and he 
well, it's not outpatient, it's inpatient, but it's, uh, it's one day. Yeah. Um, and usually he does fine after three or four days. So we'll see, you know, if he's having some challenges with um, recovery, then definitely I'll ask Brian to call his friend. But um, otherwise, we're good. Anyway, I'm okay. making plans to come see? for two weekends to Baltimore, and I can't wait. The middle child always gets screwed, but the middle child also speaks up the loudest until things just get changed. So, <laughs> listen, I've been playing this game for 39 years, y'all. I've learned. You know how to get how to your combat. way. That's for sure. I've learned how to combat the uh, <laughs> the middle child syndrome. Oh, just gotta. <laughs> uh, would you like to know how to make life go your way? In five easy steps. <laughs> well, sure. I'm going to sell a seminar. Oh. I'm going to sell a, uh, a seminar. It's only going to be $300. And in five easy steps. <laughs> I saw this on TikTok last night. I thought this was kind of interesting. So I think we all want our life to go go our way, right? Sure. Sure. Here's the hacks according to this one therapist on TikTok. Number one, take the sting out of being insulted. If someone tries to bring you down by insulting you, maybe saying your dog shouldn't be vaccinated and you're a terrible dog parent. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> she recommends responding to them by asking, are you okay? <laughs> she explains that this puts them on the defense and gives mm. you the upper hand of the conversation. That's interesting. It's tip number one to make things go your way. It's oh. kind of true though, right? Yeah. Like yeah. this woman's all like, eh, your dog, eh, kiki, vaccine. I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll be fine. We didn't make a dog. Okay. I see it. I see it. It's just kind of, there's no point in arguing. Just, are you okay? You good? Okay. Um. Step two, fall in love with the process, not the reward. Mm. She said, rewards kill enjoyment. Mm. Even though you're reward, even though rewarding yourself can motivate you in the short term, being rewarded for things that you naturally like doing can decrease long-term motivation. Okay. Yeah. Didn't, didn't really think about that. Yeah. Because I think that's, I can do that with radio sometime where I'm like, okay, where's the, where's the ratings? Yeah. <laughs> where's my ratings yeah. bonus? Yeah. Internet that's like, bonus. enjoy the journey. Or even like running, like I, mm. you know, I run every Saturday, well, typically every Saturday. Right. And like, if I'm not under a nine minute mile, I get so upset <laughs> because I'm not like, I'm not like taking in like, like the moments, you know, like who cares? It's just a run. You get your ass out there and did it. Yeah. Um, how to get anyone to like you. Apparently any, everyone wants to be liked, obviously, uh -huh. and to make a good impression when meeting new people, mm -hmm. according to this therapist. Questions equal likability. Questions mm. equal like if you show genuine curiosity to learn a person, they will like you more. Okay. Yeah. That's that's really my MO for like for dates. Is I'm mm -hmm. I feel like I'm really good at this because I can just ask a lot of questions because it's my job. Yeah. And that's really all a first date is anyway, is yeah. just being fake and yeah. <laughs> And being basically on, on a on a radio show with me, it really is like it's. A, um, here That's we go. This true, is one, I'm, That's one I'm not good at. If you're trying to get life to go your way, learn to regulate your emotions. Yes. When you yes. put in a difficult situation and you feel these emotions creeping in, she advises to take a deep breath, keep them from spinning out of control. Mm -hmm. Now, four o'clock in the morning. Trust me, if we recorded this podcast, this would have been a much, much rougher response to that phone call. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, last thing, if you were trying to get life to go your way, convince yourself you're comfortable in any situation. This is the one that hit me where I was like, dang. Mm. 
Yeah. It's all about faking it till you make it. Basically, that's her thing. If you want life to go your way, mm-hmm. you need to make it by assuming comfort in any situation. She said on this video, she says, if your mind assumes it, your body will be more likely to follow it. Mm. If you feel anxious or nervous with sweaty palms, racing heart, those reactions are similar to how you feel when you're excited. So tell yourself that you are excited rather than nervous. It can actually bring a sense of comfort. Mm, so I, I hate to say fake it till you make it, but mm. but there's some are, truth uh, to it. Five things to get life to go to uh, go to your way. Yeah. We'll get into our quote for today, mom. Okay. Again, it's Queen Elizabeth. Even when your life seems most monotonous, what you do is always of real value and importance to your fellow men. Um, I, I think that's especially true, you know, if you bring it home to, you know, the people around you. Like everything, what you, what you do is very important to Jess and the radio station and to Kiki, <laughs> to me, to your family. Um, you know, even if even if you get tired and bored with your life, you need to think about the importance that you bring to it, mm-hmm. and what value you bring to the world and to others. Well, I think sometimes we forget about this, and I mean, I do. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, like I just go in, like I'm just, I'm, I'm just like okay, I gotta, gotta even this podcast. You know, it's like. To me, this podcast is just, it's something enjoyable to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what I like to be a full-time job, of course. <laughs> um, what I like to make significant money, sure. <laughs> what I like to make <laughs> decent money, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay money, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, but do we all forget that when you do your job? Like, mom, did you ever, because you had a really impactful job. Yeah. Like when you walked in, my mom, in case you don't know, was a transitional house. She was a CEO of a transitional housing community for families that was getting out of like battered situations and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, when you walked into work every day, were you like, I am making a difference? <laughs> I don't know if I, if I walked in every day and said, I am making a difference. But I walked in every day knowing that the work I did was important and had great value. Way, See, be, I- way beyond myself. I don't think I think that when I walk in to do the radio show. But you're touching a lot of lives that are listening I, I just, to you. I don't, I just don't see it that way, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, even you this podcast is it. more, it's more of just like, hey, like, mm-hmm. I enjoy doing this. And like, mm-hmm. I've met so many awesome people by doing it. But mm-hmm. like, I don't think about how any of these shows affect your life. Mm. You know? Well, they do. Um, you certainly impact mine. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. have to be ready every day you, at five you o'clock. Had a, you had a, <laughs> uh, a you were just thinking, you thought you were going to be retired, but you know what I mean. I, do, you, do you do you really think about that? Do you ever think about like how many people listen to this? We'll just take this podcast for example, mm-hmm. and whatever your job is. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're an Amazon driver. Like, do you think that, that without you, how much more inconvenient life could be for a lot of people? Like the yeah. amount of, of of, and I don't even think that we we even look at it with most people and like the jobs that they do. You know. Mm-hmm. Like we see doctors or veterinarians <laughs> or, um, you know, whatever. My mom's job probably seemed really impactful to mm-hmm. you and to me. Mm-hmm. Um, My job now feels impactful. What? This I'm podcast? Ba- 
well, doing this podcast, being here for Jim, being here for all of you. You know, but do you ever like taking do, do you care honestly of- think about this? Let's let's take the Amazon example. Mm-hmm. Back into it. like, do you really ever think about like when your Amazon package gets to your house? Uh huh. Do you ever think about the process it takes to get to your house? It's amazing. But do you are, do you ever? Or are you just like, man, what? But this, this is supposed to be two days and three days. I mean, that's what I do. We all get irritated when things go wrong, but you know, maybe we should. But you ever think back about that? You ever think about get... that human a human's life? Uh-huh. Okay. We're on this earth for such a fine and, and this is going somewhere, trust me. We're on I don't even know this has to do with the quote anymore. I might just be on tangent. <laughs> we, every human has such a finite amount of time mm-hmm. on this earth. Yep. And do you realize how many people contribute? to the way that your life operates. Do you realize there's somebody mm-hmm. like we have, we've got like, I'm just thinking of people that I know and what they do. Like we have a listener in, uh, who's amazing by the way, uh, that, that lives in California that works at a, a convenience store overnight. Mm-hmm. You ever think about that? You may think about mm-hmm. it. Can you imagine if you'd worked a third shift and there wasn't somebody there to like, let, cause gas station, didn't they used to close at night? Oh Yeah. Wasn't that a Most thing back of them in the day? Still do. I mean, but because a lot of her, like, lot because of her, like, think how many people are are like yeah. impacted by that. Like, yeah. how many people, like, before shit would just be shut down. You be, you be, you know, SOL. Mm-hmm. Whatever, yeah. like, take, like, take your job and really think about. Because I don't think we really value ourselves when it comes to professionally. Mm-hmm. Read the quote again. I, I kind of get lost. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on a no. tangent here, but I, but no, I know no, what no. I'm saying. You're I'm absolutely to, right. You're absolutely, you're right on target. Even when your life seems monotonous, what you do is always of real value and importance to your fellow men. It's true. It whatever, is true. Whatever it is you do, I hope, and I hope that if, if you take away anything from this podcast today, like you are contributing to someone's life being just a little bit better mm-hmm. probably, no matter what it is you do. Right. I can't think of many jobs. I don't think I can think of any job. Now, now, now do I do I think that the, the system's kind of screwy? Do I think that, that you know you should be making you know twelve dollars an hour when somebody else is making you know three billion dollars a year? No, mm-hmm. I think the system's a little screwy. Yeah. But I just take it out, take the money out for that. Like because of what you do, mm-hmm. and I know to you it may just be walking into your job. I need this because I got to pay my bills. Right. I got it. But like we try try this today. Try, I'm gonna do the same thing. Have a little bit of appreciation for what you're really doing for somebody else by going to your job every day. And mm-hmm. I can't, I mean, honestly, stump me. If you, if you like think, oh, I don't know, my, my job really doesn't, doesn't really affect people. I bet it does. Mm-hmm. Some way, somehow, like you are providing someone's life being just a little bit better, That's no matter right. what it is you do. All right, still need seven people. Seven, I know, and I know it. I gotta have faith. I gotta have faith. Mm-hmm. We, and we may lose one after my Kiki <laughs> voicemail rampage. Tired. I'll know that too. If anybody <laughs> drops out today, I'm gonna know that was you. Um, <laughs> I left that message from Georgia. <laughs> um, I know. I, I got a positive feeling about this. I really do. And you know me. I'm not a very positive person. It's the 15th day of the month. And by the end of the month, we're going to try to get seven more certified fans in honor of my mom's birthday. Mm-hmm. We're halfway there. We uh, this this show is crowdsourced. That's the way I look at it. The bills are paid because of people like you. Talk about 
way you impact somebody's life. Like <laughs> this show is produced because there are hundreds of people all over the country that are willing to give $6 a month. That's right. To create 24 episodes of Certified Mama's Boy every month. Because you Pretty bring cool. entertainment into their life every well, day. Well, I don't know. Yes, you do. <laughs> it's a janky know. podcast, but mm-hmm. well, for what it's worth. Yeah. Some people think it's worth $6 a month to them. So thank you for that, yes, by the way. Yes, thank you. Uh, but it's our, it's our, September's our big push month, and we do an honor my mom's birthday. And we, just like any p- thing that crowdsources, you know, public broadcasting, whatever, they always have like a big push. Mm-hmm. And September's our month because we, you know, we got to pay some bills over here, y'all. Mm-hmm. So in honor of my mom's birthday, we're trying to get 10 certified fans. We have three this month. We need seven more. So if you want to support and get a bunch of perks back, text the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. Fans to 888-Kramer8. And we can uh, we can add you to our certified fans list. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have a new certified fan today. Very oh, happy fantastic. to welcome. May have lost one, but we've also gained one. Good. Um, out of the three the three new ones that we had. Um, okay. This our newest. I'm, I'm going to try to digest this a little bit. Somebody from Gainesville, Georgia. Oh, well, where's Gainesville? Oh, it's about 35 minutes west of me. Like what's there? What's what's known? What's that's Gainesville, my, Georgia known? That's for? where my church is. What 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 would I know it from? Um, it's the poultry capital of the world. Got it. Okay, now now I know. So yeah, you're not far from my mom's house at all. Mm-mm, no. How many minutes is? How many minutes take about, you to go over to Gainesville? About about thirty five or forty, depending. Yeah, on it's not far from. So you're in North Georgia. That's cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yay. Um, our newest certified van is Mir and Mops. <laughs> Mir and Mops. Oh. And that's all M-E-R-E? I got. M-E-R-E? Mir and Mops. I'm not sure who that is oh. or what they're about. Oh. Um, I don't know if you're a – I don't know. I don't know anything about you. I don't know other oh. than you live in Gainesville, Georgia. I, I, I want to say Mops sounds like a dog to me because sometimes yeah. people will sign up their, their certified dogs. Yeah. Um, but I I don't know. I don't know anything else other than Mir, oh. M-E-R-E, and Mops is that's our newest cute. certified fan. Thank you for hopping in here. We yes. so appreciate you, Mir and Mops, mm-hmm. and whatever your situation is. Hope we'll we find do. out more about you. Another um, Georgia person. I'm excited. Let's give Mir and Mops some love. Okay. Welcome to our show. This show is dedicated to Mir and Mops. Yes. Whoop, whoop to Mir and Mops from Gainesville, yes. Georgia, in my appreciate backyard. It. Thank you. Love that. Love that. Mm-hmm. All right, seven more to go. Come on. We can do it. We can do it. There's thousands of people all over the country listening to the show. We know there's at least seven more this month that can help us out. So text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. All right, Ask My Mom. This is an advice segment that we do Tuesdays, Thursdays. Uh, if you ever have a dilemma, hopefully you'll go to certifiedmamasboy.com. Click on the contact us, submit your story anonymously, or if you don't submit it anonymously, we still do it anonymously. <laughs> um, and just tell us your dilemma. My mom's been a mom now for 43 years. She can give you some good motherly advice. And we as your podcast family hop in and we'll um, we'll give you some, some feedback from our perspective too. I will say this really quick though, before we get to this. Wow, it was overwhelmingly, and usually it's like a pretty good debate on these situations, you know? Mm-hmm overwhelming response from Tuesday's Ask My Mom. Oh. Uh, and in case you weren't here, this was about a mom that said her husband or her boyfriend or somebody, um, some male figure in her life, mm-hmm. was giving her a hard time because she's a stay-at-home mom and she naps. Like When the baby naps, she naps. But he gets home from work and he's like, the hell? Like, I don't get to nap at work. Mm-hmm. 
You know, like you, if you're going to be stay at home, like, I don't think I should have to come home. This is, this is me, by the way, completely paraphrasing this. Um, uh, I don't think I should have to come home and like things not done. Like this is your job. Like you got to treat it like a job, you know, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. if I went and took a two hour nap Mm -hmm. at work, I'd be in a lot of trouble, Mm -hmm. you know? So overwhelming response, by the way. Yeah. Mom, speak up. That. This has nothing. This this should not even be an issue, right? Uh, that being a mom's a twenty four seven job. So if she's getting up, and I, I sent by the way, I sent all your comments, voicemails, text messages uh, over to this young woman, and um, she was really thankful. I could tell she was emotional about it because I can only imagine. Like that sucks, right? Yeah. Um, but thank you by the way for all your feedback. Okay, so now <laughs> Thursday, ask my mom what we got. Dear Mama Nancy. My daughter is 19. She graduated from high school last spring, and we were planning to pay for her education to continue. But she has decided to take some time off before making her next move. We're okay with that, thinking she'd get a job and maybe travel a bit, then go to school. But she's doing nothing. She just hangs out with her friends and watches TV. No job and no plans. Last week, I confronted her and told her that we love her living with us and support her decisions, but she needs to develop a plan. And to help her with motivation, we told her she needs to be responsible, and she needs to start paying $500 per month for her room and living expenses. My husband and I think that's inexpensive, reasonable, and should be enough to at least get her to to get her out to find a job, but it hasn't. It's just made her angry, resentful, and telling us we're horrible. We gave her a lease with all the details and told her she needs to sign it and start paying as of the first of next month. By the way, we pay her phone bill, car payment, pay for her gas, and insurance payment. Surely we aren't being unreasonable, are we? But she's so angry with us. What should we do? Oh, my goodness. No, you are not being unreasonable. And I was uh, glad to see that uh, you chimed in about your husband because you guys need to have a united front about this. Um, But, you know, I don't know how you throw your kid out of your house. I fortunately never had to think about doing that, but... Maybe one way that would make her feel a little pain would be to stop paying her phone bill and her car payment and, of course, then her <laughs> gas and her insurance. Yeah. Then she couldn't go anywhere. That would sting a little bit, right? Maybe I, maybe I would start there uh, but and would, see how would that you- felt. I, I like what you're saying, but sometimes I question will my mom actually do what she says she's no, going to do. I've never had to do that. I've never had to contend with that. And what I say and what I do may be two different things. But, <laughs> but, so, but if I what would you I actually think, do? I like, think, would you? I don't know that Nancy Yancey would ever charge any of her kids money to live at home. Yeah, but Jim Yancey would. <laughs> I didn't ask. It's not. It's not. Ask my dad. <laughs> no, I would have mom. a hard time, but. All of you understood that 
the minute you graduated from high school, I was even gone. before that, Bye. you had to have a plan and you Bye. needed to move on. And all <laughs> like, three of you did that. So I, I can't no... imagine, you know, to, trying to make a plan for your life doesn't start happening the day after graduation, first of all. Um, you need to be making a plan, you know, way before that in your junior, sophomore, and senior year. Um, but yeah, and I'll tell you this though, I have a friend that's had this exact same dilemma. Now she's divorced, but she has a 50 year old daughter with her granddaughter still living with her at her house. And she is I wonder, not happy I'll- about it. I wonder how long most parents would put up with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, because, okay, so we have to kind of, you know how like in court if you can reference another court session, you know, or a court yes. case or court outcome, then like you can always point to that to yes. For overrule, evidence. Yeah, uh, yeah, overrule uh-huh. like something that's already been ruled before. Uh-huh. So I, it would be wrong of us. To not look back at the ask my mom from a couple of weeks ago where this question was asked of my in-laws want to come live with us. Yes. And majority ruled on that, that you shouldn't charge your in-laws to live with you. Yes. Okay. So if that's the case, Uh how can we feel differently about a a kid living at home? Because your in-laws are older and they can't work a lot of times and they can't make a living for themselves. They've already done that and they benefited you by giving you the life you have. Mm. Oh, that's two different things in my opinion. Totally different. I just don't know. I don't think that Nancy Nancy would charge her kids to live at home. Mm. I don't. Well, I probably wouldn't, I but I probably should. <laughs> <laughs> As See, we know, like, I was not, not, not a very tough mom. I should have been we, tougher. We can't just be saying things. You know what I mean? We uh-huh. can't just be saying things like uh-huh. that, you know? Well, the question is, are they being unreasonable? I say no. And then she says, what should we do? And that's when, you know, that's my opinion is to start where it would immediately hurt the most by having, you know, not paying her phone bill, a car payment, or gas. Yeah. And insurance. I mean- I don't, I I get, I don't, I I don't, I don't think you should charge her. And the reason I don't is because I just know how hard that, I mean, I'm not saying forever, but it sounds like she's just trying to figure it out a little bit right now. Uh, I think maybe if a not, Hey, you're, you start paying money at the beginning of the month, you know, October Mm -hmm. one versus Mm -hmm. like, okay, Hey, January one, if you're still here, Mm -hmm. you know, then, then maybe, um, you know, maybe you should, we, we should consider doing it on like a different plan, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that you should just spring, you know, spring it. And I know that like it's already causing issues, but I, I don't think that was maybe, and this is me as a non-parent, um, may have been the right move to make. Uh, so I, but I'd be curious what other parents have to say. So 888-Kramer8, 888-Kramer8. And that's going to do it for you today, mom. I love you. Hey, honey. Love you forever. Tomorrow we've got some breaking news <laughs> about the uh, the shorts, the stupid short situation. That plus Jimmy Max on should be a fun Friday show. If you don't come back every day, hopefully you'll like add us to your repertoire. You know we're here every single day, Monday through Sunday. We take Saturdays off. We've got a five minute show on Sunday called the Pep Talk, and uh, hopefully we can just be a part of your life. So thank you for making us that. Until next time, love you. Hey Kramer, it's Eileen. 
Oh my goodness, I am cracking up on the way to work about the short <laughs> discussion. Oh my goodness, you've got to get those in the mail to your dad. Um, I had some of my brothers that he left at my house. I bet I had them for six months. So, oh my gosh, just the banter. I wish I could be a fly on the wall sometimes at your family events. Um, but glad there was no drama. Thanks for answering my question. Y'all have a great day. Bye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.